0: What's happening, what's happening? What's happening, y'all? Grown Man Podcast. I am Mike J, and with me,
1: both are fresh in the building, dipped on the scene with the gangster lane. What's going Ooh, on, bro? Man, chilling, man. Let me tell
0: you about my day, bro. And you and you, but other people probably don't know. So, I usually talk to both. I talk to both, I typically every day. So, he hit me up this morning. So, I'm on my way to work. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I get like, because, you know, I got the little, I got the Apple thing where it comes across my radio, my schedule and everything. That mug get, gives my government, gives my government name and says I was off today. Man, I had on the slacks and khakis and the hard bottoms, man, I had to turn around and go back to the crib, man. Like you ever had that, I'm not, yeah. like, you ever had that happen to you, man, When you go to work and you was off?
1: Yeah, man, it, it has happened to me once before, honestly. Um, and I actually, at least, you caught it before you got there. I actually got to the day to the daggone building, and people were like, "I thought you was off today." And I'm like, "What?" So I pull, up, hit my little calendar thing. Sure enough, it said I was off. I said, "Well, I see y'all tomorrow." Yeah. One person, you know, there's always that one person, be like, well, you're here now. You might as well. I said, "No, nah, I'm off. Yeah. You don't even see me. I'm out." <laughs>
0: yeah, that's crazy, bro. So
1: I shut my office door right back to the way it was and dipped on out.
0: Yeah, I, I turned around, man, threw them damn khakis off so damn quick because, you know, I ain't really rocking those damn khakis and hard bottoms on my, like, on my normal day-to-day. Like, if you see me out on these uh, Naptown streets, it's probably going to be a, gr- a fresh grown man, uh, grown man-ish TT, some J's on my feet, make the cypher complete. But man, this is something I want to talk about, bro. Man, y'all,
1: y'all see, y'all see, both tie fresh out. i, I probably be not one in the khakis and the hard bottom, right, on every day, regular basis. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, when I'm at work, then yeah. But you know, like when I'm off of work, yeah, I ain't really, I ain't really trying to, I ain't really trying to dress up like Carlson and Braxton P. Harden I mean, I'll dress up when needed. <laughs> I'm more like if I'm like out, then I'm like, I'm cool with having some sweats and a t-shirt on or whatever. Now, if I'm going somewhere, it's different ballgame. But this is we were having a group, we were having a uh, a serious conversation in our group talk, group chat the other day. And we were talking about the movie Soul Food. And I and I, and I wanna call and I wanna cut a call to the stage Big Mama. And y'all probably like, oh Mike J, why are you talking about Big Mama? Big Mama held her hand family together. She made great meals, she gave that fist analogy. And I'm gonna tell y'all, Big Mama was a damn hater. <laughs> And you how,
1: how, how was Big Mama a hater?
0: Okay, so the beginning of the movie, her youngest daughter, Bird's getting she's she's married already. She's married to Lim, a brother from the wrong side of the tracks. Lim is just celebrating. He's married the love of his life. He's out of jail. He's married to this beautiful family, and he's dancing with a beautiful young lady. That made me salivate. Oh man, <laughs> oh man, I felt like Tom when Tom when Tom and Jerry and he had that steak out there, that slapping on myself. And this young lady, she's you know she has a nice body. She's dancing with Liam, celebrating the marriage between him and Bird. And she's dancing provocative, you know, provocative and everything else. And 13. guess who? <laughs> and, and, and guess who comes over and stops the fun? Oh, Big Mama! Hating ass, Big Mama. Yo, Oh, <laughs> hating ass, Big Mama. Now, Lim was having a time. It's like this young lady was celebrating his nuptials, and hating ass, Big Mama had to come over there and stop it and do her little fat ass bankhead bounce. Y'all probably like, oh, y'all probably like oh my J that's cold that's cold blooded. But let me tell you about what Big Mama didn't start. So you remember back in the movie when Terry and Maxine they were always getting into it. But y'all didn't did Big Mama step in when uh, Terry was dating uh, Kenny and Kenny started kicking with Maxine and they was in the back of that Chevy and the windows was fogged up and Kenny and Kenny was eating more than a sandwich. Did Big Uh-oh. Mama bring her did Big Mama bring her ass over there then? I think not. Uh-oh. Did Big Mama I mean, stop it? Mean, I mean,
1: Kenny, Kenny was nibbling on a little whisker biscuit? Hey, know.
0: man, Kenny was knee deep in the salmon croquette. <laughs> did, Big Mama, did Big Mama stop it? No, I don't think she did. No, remember, no, he, yeah, no she, didn't, she didn't stop it. When Cousin Faye came around the first time, did Big Mama stop it? She encouraged it. Encouraged it. Uh-oh. But, when, but when Liam, celebrating his nuptials, marrying into to the Joseph family, sits back, sits back, and is and is dancing. That's it. They danced in the biblical days. I'm sure. g am sure Jesus. I'm sure Jesus did a a swag surf, did a nice Uh-oh. two step. And here come Big Mama.
1: So, like I said, man. She, so you saying you saying Big Mama slid over? All you heard in the background was that Biggie song playing. Hey, man, <laughs> You've been warned.
0: That's why you know. I, it, this 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 last thing, man. Big Mama's a hater. And you know, and I'm gonna leave it at that, man. So I know, yeah, I might come in my neck, and I I like it. You know, I'm I'm you know, those who know Mike J know I ain't, I encourage it. All beef, I take I take everyone. I am the pettiest of the petty. I will stay <laughs> going back and forth with you. That that is me. I enjoy it, but Big Mama's a hater.
1: But hey, man, okay. if I remember if I remember correctly, Mike J said something about uh, Big Mama's karma being her diabetes acting up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, she had the sugar because she out all that them hating her damn blood. Oh, yeah. Did, did Big Mama step in when somebody slipped Uncle Peter Mickey? No. Like I said,
1: man. So, so what you say to Big Mama, Big Mama was picking and choosing what was going on. Man, That's picking and things. choosing.
0: Picking and choosing so to you, her, to her, so her, how do you, her own
1: whims. So how do you feel that Big Mama, maybe she, maybe she felt like that was, a, that was just a public display that she didn't want to have out there for the family. But all the other things that, were, that you just mentioned were kind of, you know, private behind the scenes that nobody could really solve.
0: You man. feel like she was
1: just trying to keep things out the public eye. Well, it was she, she should trying to be a better, she, she, she trying to be a better mama than than than, uh, than the general mama. Well,
0: she what she should have, what she should have did was bring birds, old fine ass, and they, and Lim should have had a sandwich between the both of them. Uh oh, this
1: that
0: nigga, goes. this this nigga played my man and paid in full. This nigga's a legend. That's what should have right, happened. Man. But no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Big Mama want to hate. So when y'all watch the movie Soul Food, you look at Big Mama you feel bad that she's in a hospital. And little what's the little nigga, little nigga name Am little Nicholas in there crying and all this type of stuff. She's come and bring the family back together. No, no, no.
1: So, so just keeping the back of your mom. <laughs> Big mama was a hater.
0: Hater. Hater. Hater supreme. So man. Yeah, man. But on the flip side, man, we had a good time, man. We had a bowling alley the other day, man. So the fellas all all came out, man. So was able to good be to kick with the grown man and his family, kick with my homeboy, uh, my homeboy Dre Day on the day before, then he had to leave out so he couldn't jump to the Bowen Alley. So we had we had all had all the people there. We brought him brought in my the Nigerian uh, my homeboy. He came Nigerian up Nigerian Prince? To, the, hey, the no no, it was it the Nigerian full force representative? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and speaking of that, did you see them niggas, the Nigerian full force dressed up like Storm Shadow and them down on surveillance things? Them niggas I had them not. all white geese. I was like, hell no. And they, they oh, dog, they showed the footage of the cops coming in Jesse's house, man. They still had the new song. Damn. I was like, man, you don't get that done. And then the cop just kind of like grabbed it. I was like, man, you don't get that bullshit out of here. But, man, it was a good time, man. It's always a good time to fellowship with your brothers, man. So, and shout out yeah, to man, man, Ray, man. He was, you know, he, he PED'd up them damn bowling, man. dude said, man, I usually bowl like a 120, 140 at the max, dude. And the girls are like a damn near 180.
1: Yeah, hey, this nigga have that damn there two hundred. Yeah, man. The daggone bowling, bowling sharp. Yeah, like I said, man. You would P- like, up, man.
0: Hey, man, cause I'm like, come on, this, you know. Then we had, then we, then we had the homeboy Dap out there bowling, having a curve and in and in a, in a shirt from Express. I was like, damn, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know if, I <laughs> if I felt more offended. This nigga was bowling with the curve or had his damn shirt from Express and was killing it.
1: <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, that, right. that 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 and Ray they 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 were some damn sharks out there, man. Both yeah. both of them cats came in talking about, you know, I ain't bowled in such a long time. You know, I got I got this old injury next yeah. to you me. Know, they come out strike after strike after strike. So come on, man, this is what y'all doing?
0: Yeah, man. So it was it was a good time. So it was a good time to, to hang with your brothers, man. So you know that's that's what we've been on the last. Well, we took a little hiatus because life got in the way, but we always come back. But yeah, that's what we've been on, man. Watching Big Mama hate, hanging out, living life. What's been going on with you other, other than that, brother?
1: Shit, about it. There Ain't too much else been going on outside of that. That that is about it, man. For real. Trying oh. to uh, trying trying to get through this daggone on summer heat that we finally in here in Indianapolis. Oh. Man, it's, 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 it's getting it's getting hot outside, and the uh, the color folks are acting real colored, man. There's a lot of a lot of crazy ass crimes have been going on and spiking you know in the city you know yeah. hope, hopefully you know hopefully that, that stops all the senseless killing stops and and the the other little crazy crap that has been going on here in Indianapolis man so you know hopefully for all our Indianapolis listeners try to have a positive impact on these communities especially the east side and you know some of some of that far west side that northwest side man just I need everybody to, to understand that, that a lot of the things that are going on are senseless out here. Man, we need to slow down in this city, man. We've got a lot of potential here in this city, and we just need we need to harness our energies in a different fashion.
0: Yeah, yeah man. So, it's, like I said, man, it's just like what do this think before, you know, you take the life or something like that, man, because it's, it's never worth it. It truly is not, man. So, just think about that, you know. I mean, we ain't trying to get no after school special on y'all, but like I said, man, it's like when you've been affected personally by – like someone, well, a family member, someone close being murdered—it's a lot. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, man. Also, man, and 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 I, and, I for, and I forgot to say something to you, but I got to get it. I got to get the biggest shout out, man. Got to get the biggest shout out to to the original Bowtie Fresh, to the originator, no carbon copy. That's 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 a Papa Bowtie Fresh. My pops had a birthday this past week, man. So definitely uh, yeah. blessed. Definitely blessed to have. Another year of life uh, with the with the man that has had everything to do with my upbringing, um, it, it, in every aspect, man. So I, I am grateful that, that he is here, grateful that he is still able to uh, be his ill self, <laughs> and I'm and, oh, yeah. and I'm starting he's starting to uh, influence me even more than he already has in the in the uh, clothing arena. So um, you know, like I said, I love you, pops. Definitely happy that you are still here with me and I'm able to enjoy you you are able to enjoy my my sons your grandsons and you know teach them those life lessons and all that so big shout out to the original bowtie fresh
0: shout out to him man you know he's he's an original shout out to coffee <laughs> <laughs> shout out to coffee <laughs> hey man so let's hey, let's get to that down trump news man it was it was it was interesting you know he's always interesting but it was especially interesting the last days man so i want to kind of give them the rundown so you know oh, they Gay,
1: yeah,
0: man they were gonna try to do those deportation sweeps man so and i was definitely was you know retweeting that stuff out man because there were some cities on the list that we have listeners in so mm-hmm. i think they stopped it for now because they're trying to get to use that to negotiate but yo man that's just crazy and then you there were
1: there were I, I saw i saw a couple instances where they, they remember reports that they were here in our city here in indianapolis and that wasn't even one of the major cities that was on the list, uh, but I was, I was seeing alerts for them being here in our city. And I was having a conversation with some, uh, with, with one of my coworkers, who's a, who's a close friend also. And we were talking about the fact that the areas that they were being reported in, in here in Indianapolis, in our city was heavily populated, or had a heavy population of Hispanics and a heavy African population as well. So it's kind of like, okay, so y'all have strategically, you know, you can't tell me this, this shit is random or whatever. Y'all are purposely and strategically with intent um, in certain areas trying to harass people or, or you know, provoke or, or push their prejudices. Like, it, it's just sickening, man. So stay alert, any and everybody out there, stay alert, know your rights and be safe.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. So And also it goes back to that stuff that they were, those people who they were uh, having those camps, Man, they the his Trump's his uh legal team was arguing that they shouldn't have to give him toothpaste and blankets, man.
1: Right, I that saw is, that. That is
0: inhumane. Like that picture Did you see that picture with that uh those those people? They were they that picture was going around and they were dead in the water. Yeah. It's like yeah. He's like, he's like I'm gonna blame Democrats,
1: girl.
0: Yeah, and I think it was dead. Like yeah, it's it's crazy. Hey, and
1: that's the crazy thing. It's talking about talking about. I'm, I'm going to blame Democrats, man. Who gives a fuck who it is, whether it's Democrats, Republicans, you know the 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 shark people. Man, this you know what's right from wrong. Who gives a damn about what 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 a political party they're involved in or affiliated with? Man, do what's right. These are people. Yeah. These aren't pawns, but 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 again, their people are pawns to individuals like him and other other individuals like him. Man, it's just sickening, bro.
0: Sickening. Beyond, beyond sick, man. And But then, like, another thing that was that sickening is, you know, you heard about the woman that accused him of rape, like, 20 years ago? I, think he I heard about him. that, yeah. So, you know, usually if somebody accuses you of rape, not the even that either one of them has ever been accused of that. You know, normally wouldn't you would say, like, I didn't do it or that I would never do something like that. My man mm-hmm. said, she's not my type. And he, At first, they said the White House said they didn't know her. He didn't know her. And then they, they popped up a picture of them together. And then he said, she's not my type. Yo, can you imagine being accused of rape, sexual assault, anything? And instead of you saying no, you say she's not my type? Right. No, I I'm I'm with you. I mean, it's just like <laughs> the weirdest thing. Like I would be traumatized to be accused of something like that. And then you are and then you say she's not my type, man. So like I said, we didn't want to spend a lot of time. Oh, we'll do oh, before we do before we swing off there, doll, did you see some of those the debates last night, Democratic debates?
1: I saw just a little bit of it. I saw just a little couple of little excerpts of it. My uh was in, enjoying some some video footage and pictures. My my uh, oldest son is in robotics camping, uh, doing his thing with, with a spe- with a little robot that he's doing. So he I was know. super super hyper and showing me. So I was all in, man. Just just seeing his uh you know excitement. But that's a, that's another story, man. But yeah, so I did. I saw bits and pieces of, of the debate.
0: Hey man, you said your man tweeted out "boring" in capital letters. Yeah. I, was
1: to, I was just about to say that. You, the funny thing about Trump is, man, like you could tell that he was just waiting, like yeah. just waiting, because I think that that tweet went out within like, oh, I think that I think they said like eight to eight or nine minutes into the into the daggone thing. He he's tweeting out "boring." It's like, oh, uh, they just getting started. Number one, yeah. number two why are you sitting here just waiting to troll? <laughs> like, you ain't got – was, was this extended executive time? Is that yeah, what this is?
0: That dude probably was eating a filet of fish a Giant Coke, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and just dipping his damn fries in, in mayo. We're just waiting on that, man. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. So, during the debate, man, they had some of the uh, – like, I think Cory Booker, he busted out the Spanish. Then Beto busted out Spanish. Then Julio Cast. I don't think – I don't know if it's Julian or Julio. I, no. I, you know, I can't remember which one. He's the – he worked for Obama, busted out Spanish. Then my man Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio is the mayor of New York <laughs> Old City. Bill. And you know, <laughs> Bill and Bill was you know, real as, as Bill hit him with that uh, I have a black son, because you know, Bill's married to a black woman. You know, his, you know, so his son's black. We talked about police violence. I'm like, bruh, you oversee New York City and they have one of the most violent police departments on earth, especially when comes to killing them
1: unarmed people of color. I'm hey, <laughs> hey man, he pulled he pulled that out. Uh, I have I have black friends. Hey man, I'm my girl oh, is black. all right. That reminds
0: me when I worked, when I worked at a prior place of employment, and I was interviewing with somebody. It was myself and my uh my direct report. And we were interviewing this lady, and we was black. We, you know we we're both black, and the lady was white. And she was the interview wasn't going well. She like she like my my best friend is black. This out the blue. We weren't talking about politics. <laughs> we weren't talking about friendship. She just said my best friend is black. I was just like okay so then the interview ended and she didn't get the job i just thought that was funny that's like the thing for white people to go back i'm a best friend's black so i was like that's the that's the quick token but uh, it's crazy man
1: hey man she's trying to get it how she lived man hey, hey man, out it live. so, so, so let me let me ask you this man so how do you feel i, I know that he's i don't know if they're still on or not I, i've kind of got it on mute and go out while we're recording or whatnot but but how do you feel about your boy Bernie and uh his uh new outlined plan of uh getting rid of student loan debt
0: see first elizabeth warren had a plan then bernie's like oh bet I wanna be, i'm gonna i'm gonna come up with a plan now mm-hmm. i mean I, I for somebody who has a lot of student loan debt, but i have two degrees whatever so it cost me a lot of damn money i'm for it but it's like what's the what's the trade-off gonna be you know what i'm saying <laughs> See, that's, exactly, my, exactly. That's, my, that's my thing. That's like, exactly if you get, I mean. you're never gonna get something. It's like, oh, we get. It's like making a deal with the devil. Like, all right, I'm gonna take this away from you. Uh, but you, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take all this. So it's something. You know, it's something that's gonna definitely give. And I just can't see the other party willing to follow in the sword like that. Even there, especially taxing Wall Street. So I believe. I don't know all the details of, it, but I believe the the premise is to be able to put taxes on Wall Street. And I, unless mm-hmm. you have like a Democratic. Uh, house and and, uh, and senate that's the only way that's going to pass so i don't know i'm, I'm kind of skeptical i like the idea but i'm skeptical yeah so that's that, that's
1: kind of no that's exactly where i feel at i'm like man i would love for either one of them or or whoever's in office to adopt one of their plans you know to to, to get rid of student loans because like, like mike j said i got three of them bad boys and uh it took a lot of money yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money uh, but at the same time, I I am very much like what is the trade off? Because I don't care which side again. I I'm not a Republican, Democrat, whatever. I'm trying to I try to do my research and vote for the best person that I think is going to help me as a as a citizen. And right now, I'm just kind of like, ah, what is that trade off going to be? What are what are they going to expect? And when I say they, I mean whoever is uh, opposing it. Because they're not going to just say, oh okay, that sounds good. You know what I mean? They're going to want some they want something out of the damn deal too. So. I am I am willing and and ready for my student loan debt to be gone, but I'm also one of those people I just don't think I can sell my soul just to get rid of it. You know, I keep my little my minimum payments every once in a while a little extra <laughs> if I oh, if, if if it if it means selling my damn soul because I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that just yet.
0: Yeah, so we'll definitely get into and it. I also
1: mm-hmm. piss okay. on you Nail Net Navi and Sally Mayer. Oh I'm man, fuck y'all them it, man! Like
0: you know, hey <laughs> man, I could I and mean, we'll talk about the diss songs later with with the homie Dame and Mar. But man, if I could lay out a diss song for all them dog, I'm going lower than low, you know. Hey man, you know, ugh, I hate them. Just yeah, like, uh, I yeah. hate them bastards with a passion, man. So fuck them. Hey man, so let's get to this damn Mayo, bro So. The Mayo was crazy man so I was going to peruse in the internet and it was a restaurant I think in either outside of Houston and they were charging I think black it was just
1: outside of Houston
0: yeah 15% more for the gratuity charge and then when they, <laughs> and then but then when they I speak to the manager they got up and called the police that is like that is like the, the Mayo playbook do something wrong challenge them in a non-aggressive way and then, and then they threaten to call the police on you like I I, I just don't get it
1: yeah. I, my, my thing is, it's like how in the, how in the world or how in the hell, I mean, like I said, I, I'm sure this, they, they they own business or whatnot, but you're just going to automatically be like, yeah, you're getting 15% gratuity charge. Like I, I, I didn't, I thought that the gratuity charge, I know some places, you know, automatically put something on there for a certain size party or something. Yeah. But like, if it's just, if it's just me and my lady or, you know, me and a homeboy and we just sitting at a table eating and studying, you just gonna automatically be like, yeah, fifteen percent service. Well, they said what? because the college,
0: because <laughs> the college students in that prayer view don't tip. But I'm like, I know they, do, and I know I read that they do that for the uh, CIAA. They do that. Mm-hmm. Those uh, businesses, I think they were doing that in Charlotte. They were, uh, they were putting those, those uh, gratuity fees because people were coming for the, uh, for the, for the, for the bad for, for, for the tournament. Like, it's mm. it's crazy because they don't um, – I don't like that because I'm sure if it's other events with, with less melanin, I'm sure they're not doing that. So right. this is, like, right. premium extra damn mayo, and it's sickening, and I'm, I'm done with it, bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey man, so let's get to the Twizzler. Sure. So I'm perusing the internet yeah. again, and this goes out to Washington, D.C., and I, I've been to Washington, D.C. we got one of our partners in. He's from, he from the DMV area. And the cops mm-hmm. tased the man who looked not not was fighting, not did fight, looked like he wanted mm-hmm. to fight because he he spoke he spoke up when two kids, teenagers, were getting harassed by the police, and then he was shocked with the taser. Yeah. Can you imagine, bro? I look like I want to do something. Yeah. I don't know what else to say to him. What was it to keep my head down and then look at your shoes and say, You're so Mr. Cop. I'm not going to say nothing because I'm paying all these taxes, sir. I'm just going to let you right. keep on doing to the nigga chilling. I, 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 I don't <laughs> get that, man. It's just like, how can you? It's just like they treat our men like boys and our boys like men. It's mm. crazy.
1: And then, uh, and then you'll, you'll turn around, and, and it'll be the very next story on the Channel 7 News or whatever you want to call it. Local white guy pulls gun on cops, was arrested and subdued. What? Yeah. So I, a- I'm getting tased because I look a certain way, but this man actually pulled a weapon on you, but he was arrested peacefully. Yeah. Come on, bro. Come
0: just, on. I, it's, it's beyond me, man. And then, like, not to get super negative or anything like that, but I believe it's been five years since Tamir Rice was uh, killed. He had a toy he had like
1: a lime green toy gun. Twelve years
0: old. So
1: Yeah. So Mike J Mike J, uh, this this is this is something I got for Mike J. Um and and this is this is a personal um I guess you can say sit on the Twizzler type moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. For an incident that I was I shouldn't say I was directly involved in, but um it was a scenario that Um, I witnessed. So I was at the, well, y'all going to say "Eh, figures, but I was at the local Walmart. I don't, I don't frequent it that often, but I was at the local Walmart and I stumbled upon, you know, outside, out out doing my thing. I was grabbing a couple of toes from my boys sports stuff. I'm doing some, some summer spring cleaning stumble upon or a lady stumbles upon everyone in the store. And she is literally like you hear her like four or five miles over, like literally yelling four or five miles over. And she is like talking to I, I was assuming this is before I saw them. I was assuming an adult, a lot of profanity, a lot of expletives, talking to this individual as if they were an adult. So I'm thinking it's probably an adult or some sort of some teen or something like that. You know, now. Even if they're a teen, they don't deserve to be cursed at, especially in the manner in which this lady was doing. Yeah. But I, she, finally, she finally comes down like a little bit. Again, you can hear her comment. And a lot, like, people are just like looking around like, what in the hell? This woman is an African-American woman who is going off on what appears to be. I'm just judging by size and how they looked Probably a three-year-old and maybe a nine-year-old. Now, bro, when I now, bro, when I say going off, I'm talking about she called these children M.S. She called these children retards. She was just berating them. And like I, I was thinking like, okay, what did these kids do to deserve it? I still don't know what they did to deserve any. They don't deserve it. But what did they do to set her off? I mean, she's just going on and 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 on with these kids, like at these kids. So I'm just kind of looking and I look at the little boy and he kind of like puts his head down and I was kind of, I kind of, she was in the middle of an aisle. So I was like, you know, excuse me for, you know, just excuse me for a second. Hopefully just to kind of break up what she was doing, just to make an interjection of some kind. Yeah. I just said, excuse me. So I was trying to walk down the aisle or whatever. There was an older black woman that was there with me as well. And she was like, honey, just calm down. It'll be okay. She said something to the, to the lady. Now, as irate as this lady was, I thought she was going to get flipped with the black lady, the older black woman. Gladly, she didn't. She just waited until we were out of the aisle, and she kept on. Bro, it was probably five minutes. I was in a whole other section of the store, and you hear her still coming down the daggone aisle. Or coming down, yelling at these kids coming down the aisle. So I I literally, I mean, I didn't say nothing none of my business. I'm not trying to get into people's business or anything like that. But I really felt, one, I felt sorry for them kids. Because I don't, if, this is a, if this was a depiction of what they go through in their everyday life, these kids are going to end up traumatized. Number two, I felt embarrassed as uh, an adult. I'm not even going to say a black person. I felt embarrassed as an adult, as a parent. Like, you mean to tell me that you have these two kids? And I don't know what she's going through or anything like that, but like, there is no reason for a solid probably 20 minutes, bruh, for her to be just berating and going off on these kids as loud as she was. So I don't know who this lady is, but she's getting a damn Twizzler. Uh,
0: okay. She's get,
1: and, I, and, and, this, and this is for the Grown Man-ish podcast. We talk about a lot of people. We talk about uh, right and wrong and that sort of stuff. And sometimes, you know, a lot of times there are people that have no melanin getting the Twizzler. Damn it. This episode, that lady, Walmart woman or whatever you want to call her, she's getting a damn Twizzler. I don't care what color she is because that shit was wrong. What she was doing to those kids are wrong. It was ridiculous. Her behavior, terrible. So she's going to get the damn twizzler this week for the way she was treating them damn kids. And hopefully something good comes out of all that from them kids. Something they find. I don't know. You know, maybe I'll run into them when I'm volunteering or something. I don't know. But I'm hoping that something good comes to those kids out of all this because I can only imagine what they're going through. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. You know, that's... it far, was right? man, it was sad. It was sad, bro. But her ass, her ass is her ass is getting the damn twizzler because <laughs> she was be she was behaving in the fashion that was that was very much worthy of the damn twizzler. Oh yeah, so you're definitely gonna be out there
0: yelling, because yeah, 'cause you're not gonna get anything done, you know, with your kids. You out there yelling and everything else, and then when you get the yelling, that's your go-to. They're gonna ignore you, so then you're really not getting anything. Or this, there's this—I'm not mind people being disciplined, but you know, do that in the privacy of your own home. At least you—you you ain't gotta embarrass them, you know. This—I don't know. This is—that's crazy to me. So
1: yeah, man, I'm telling you, this was probably a three and a, I promise you, man, probably an eight, nine-year-old and a, like a three or four-year-old, and this woman is like you MF, blah, 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 like just going, I'm like, come on, man, like, I, it was, I, was, I was getting a little irritated and heated, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not going to say anything about what she's doing with her kids and her life, because if somebody tried to do that with me, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it or appreciate it, but nor would I be going off to all my kids to that damn extent. But yeah,
0: my yeah. parents didn't go off on me when I broke a window when I was a kid and we got we ended up not being able to sign a lease for the for the next year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, threw the shit, I threw
0: the shit out of that damn bro <laughs> to a window. Ooh, I got my ass beat too. So I ain't get I didn't get cussed out, but I did get the beating on my damn life. But uh shout out, shout out <laughs> to <some> good parents. <laughs> hey yeah, man. man let's get to sports, bro. So this week, last week, the NBA draft was a week ago, man. So I don't know everybody, you know, I'm sure they've seen it, man. So, you know, man, so any, any little quick, any, any quick thoughts on the draft, bro? Uh,
1: I think it was a solid draft. I think that a lot, many of those top teams uh, that, that had those lot, the lottery picks, especially, I think there were some steals later on in the draft, a couple guys slipped, but um, I think teams, most teams actually drafted well, in my opinion, they got, they got got guys that they need or they got guys that could impact their current roster. Um, I like the Knicks taking RJ Barrett. Um, I think that him mixed with Knox you got you got two athletic guys on, you know, kind of on the wing out there can guard probably multiple positions. Uh, they still have, um, um, Oh man, I can't think of his name now. Um, yeah, Dennis uh, Smith Jr. there you the guy go guy. there you go there you go Dennis Smith Jr that's who I'm trying to think of Dennis Smith Jr I mean I think that I think that he's a still you know a, a guy that's up there they, they've they got some cap space I don't know if they're going to get a big name free agent or not man nah, I don't know it's the Knicks a lot of people don't want to no, know a lot of people are, are afraid to go play with them especially with that GM that they got but well,
0: they got rid of them. They got they got rid of him. This they got a new regime actually doing a decent job. Is just the Knicks have been sorry for so long? Uh-oh. Yeah,
1: I think they got some. Good, I think they got some good young pieces there. But so I, I, I like that R.J. Barrett pickup. Um, shout out to to the young fellow uh, one of one of Mike J and I's young fellows, Xavier. Um, you know, check out his podcast too. But uh, his Atlanta Hawks, they uh, I like their pickup. They got uh, Hunter and Cam Reddish. I think yeah. there was gonna be two solid, solid picks for them to go with. Uh, to go with Trey Young, Trey Young got some daggone ammo, some 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 horses to run with him now, man. So I think that they should definitely be a team to watch out for. That's real talk. I think that Cam Reddish and Hunter or are, are hella pickups for them. All
0: right, man. So let me. So let me ask you this. I mean, and I and I guess for the Pacers pick, I was pissed off. I called called the homie Dap after it happened. We it was like a, re- <laughs> a replay of uh, when they drafted Tyler Hammers, bro. So shout out to the homie Dap. We talked for thirty minutes talking about the damn Pacers problems. But I ain't even gonna waste my time with that today. Hey, man. So the the biggest thing is free agencies coming up, man. And today they said that they think Kimba's gonna go is gonna go to Boston because uh your boy Yellow Eyes didn't offer Kimba the bag. He offered him like 140, and I think Boston can offer him like 160 or something like that, man. So do you agree? Oh, that, you know? I, I hadn't even heard that. Yeah, man. So, they said they kind of
1: – MJ lowballing.
0: Yeah, man. I'm thinking, I guess he got to oh, have – he got to keep all the money so he can wear those damn size 60 jeans and, you know, all, <laughs> and all his damn attire. So, yeah, man. So that's that's hey, crazy.
1: I, I think, yeah, my – like, George, Jordan is, is my, you know, my favorite player of all time. Uh, from, a, from, a, from a business perspective, that that's that's not a good business right there. Uh, Kimball's worth every bit of that. I mean, Should have traded Kim, him. Kim, yeah, I would say either should have traded him or, or went ahead and committed to signing. I mean, I, I, Kimball is a player that is worth that money. He's a, he's a, he's a game changer. He's clutch. He, he actually does play some solid defense. I mean, Kimball's worth it, man. I, I say I would have paid that man keep him on the squad. That's just me. Uh,
0: I see why he didn't, because you know Charlotte, even with Kimba back, they only gonna win like forty games. They just, they just have a, a mismatched roster. And they have, they have they like do. seven power fours on the team. So I see why. I just would have right. traded them, well, get, something, get, something get some, get some last year. But let me ask you this, man. So Kimba goes to Boston. You know, do you think that gives them a, gives them a chance you know, <clears throat> to still be elite in the East?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think if, if Kimba goes to Boston, they definitely gonna have to move some guys. You know, potentially, you know, a lot. Some guys aren't going to resign, but they definitely gonna have to move some pieces. Um, partic- particularly, Ro- Rozier ain't gonna be there. Say yeah. that. Um, and I and I honestly think that uh, with with Kimba being there, you you'll have to do something with Jalen Brown uh, unless you're planning on Tatum playing the four and Jalen playing the three. Um and then letting uh, Kimba well, play the two. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I, don't they were playing, I don't
0: know. They were, they were playing the, well, I think last year Jalen was playing the two and then they they brought they brought yeah. Hayward off the bench. Hayward.
1: So yeah, and, but see that's what I'm thinking. I'm just saying with, with if, if they go with Kimba, his game, um, and, and how he's going to excel, I I am not sure um how Brad Stevens will mesh that with Jalen Brown, um, Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum because the a couple of those guys are just you know physically bigger versions of Kimba you know what i mean so it's going to be interesting if he can make them if he can get that to mesh or not but i my my opinion i just don't think that all of those guys mesh well together yeah it's going to just
0: my opinion yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting i mean cuz Kyrie Irving's the better talent better player but i think Kimba's easier to deal with and you know yeah. And I'll take, if I'm, a, if I'm on somebody's team, I'll take a little lesser talent to deal somebody easier to deal with. So Kyrie's on yeah. third, third Brooklyn night. He's on the God Body thing right now. You know, Kyrie's one of them cats. He love, he's God Body and all this type of stuff to the east. My brother's on my east, but he loves white women. So shout out to Kyrie.
1: Oh,
0: man. wow. No, no, no. I'm just saying the third eye, you know what I'm saying? You see them cats like, yo, my 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 you know, my black self, blah, 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 blah.
1: And then here come here come. He said uh, he's a, he's extreme hotep. Is that what you yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: extreme hotep, but then he is loving loving but loving a white woman. So hey, it's just this is crazy to me. So let
1: people, me ask you this question. what what's your take on, on, on Jimmy Butler and all the talk about him and Philly and him having leverage there, but at the same time the whole Houston Rockets thing.
0: If where he did, goes to Houston, where, they think, still, it's still Jimmy not going to work because he's still a ball dominant player, and James Harden is not changing up his style. So I mean, I don't know, man. This Jimmy, man, is a actually Jimmy would be somewhere good like the Nets or something like that. Man, they need to give him the grit. They will love him, man. But
1: it's not. I say, what do you think? What do you think about Jimmy uh, being a piston? Ugh. who want to go to Detroit? <laughs> I'm not saying I, – I, I feel the same way, but I'm just saying, like, from a basketball standpoint, and you know, <laughs> his game and that team. No, Jimmy – I,
0: I don't even think that because I don't think it would – Jimmy – the only time Jimmy's going to go to Detroit is, like, when they got to go there – two times a year. I'm sure Jimmy will get him a pair of Cartier glasses and kick it, you know, in Detroit with the pink Gators and all that type of stuff. You might even holler at the homie, Derek Coleman. That's about it. I don't think, I don't, I don't think about it. Cause it will never happen. No, like, Detroit is the middle and eighth seed of the East. They will not get any better. They just, they, they have horrific wings. I don't even know who they point guard is. It Ish it I don't even know who it is, but no, nah, Detroit, <laughs> you know, and they got, and they capped out cause they, you know, they traded for Blake Griffin. And they got Andre German. So Hell, they got, like, $50 is between those two players. So, you know, it's just – it's they couldn't – they wouldn't be able to afford Jimmy. But, now, I just think that Jimmy – he might – you know, I don't know what Jimmy's going to do, man. Jimmy's a different type of cat, man. You know, that's one of your former boys, a former old bull. So, he already, oh, has, yeah. he already holds y'all, man. So, it'll be interesting what Jimmy's going to do, man. Jimmy's out here is a savage. So, he can play his ass, off. So, so, it'll be interesting, brother. But let me ask you – so let me ask you this, man. So, what do you think before we switch to to the real thing? I want to talk about. What do you think about uh this? What you think the KD's gonna go?
1: Uh, KD, uh, yeah. I think either KD's gonna he's either going to end up in Brooklyn, um, which again I don't. Uh, he, he's a hell of a damn talent, but are they going to keep D'Angelo? What else are they going to do with that team? All that type of stuff. But I can, I, I can honestly see KD doing some stuff that, like, nobody – he see, hears and sees all this speculation, but I can see him – I can see him being like, yep, I'm going to the Lakers. And just, and just like, throwing a monkey wrench and, every, you know, everybody saying like, yep, I'm going to the Lakers. Now what? I, I can see him being that type of guy. Like, everyone's analytical and basketball this, and him that, and, and position and clutch and this and that, like, all this type of stuff. But I can see KD – he's just one of those whimsical type of people that be like, yep. Me, LeBron, AD. That's what we're gonna do. You, never, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: you never know with KD, man. You know this. Is that's what man. I'm saying. This is the man that had the burner accounts, man. this is the man has the worst, the worst piece of hair in the NBA. So, like I said, yeah. man, hell of a hell. I'm gonna, of say,
1: a, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say Brooklyn or the Lakers. That's what I'm gonna say for KD. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, that that is a man I cannot guess
0: what. But man, this is what I know. We'll we'll talk more about the free agency stuff in the next like week or so. But dog, then the last few days, man, I was I was perusing Sports Center, and I was refusing I seen first take, and the homie Max Kellerman got. They had Marvin Bagley the third on there, and they got them. They start talking about rapping. You know, and you know, a lot of these guys, they rap, you know, that's the thing. You know, it's hip hop. Both high and I, we had some bars back in the day. I still got them in my desk. Actually. <laughs> and one of these days, we might have to sit back and bust them out on the, on, the, on the podcast, show how problematic we are when we were 15.
1: Hey, man, we <laughs> were very problematic. My God. Like,
0: God, I was like, I learned this so much. Oh, my God. I was like, why well, I hate women so much. And I had a beautiful mama and grandma and sisters and everything else. Like, damn, I was 15. But anyway, so the this month, they asked Marvin Bagley. And him and Dane Lila got into it. Dame rapped over Marvin's room. L. Marvin told that nigga his shoes was trash, and he sent some shits back. Dame told him, "Big Bang, take a little back." Hey, it was hilarious. I mean, but beyond
1: yeah, the I, I say I haven't heard any of it. I, I've, uh, I've heard about it, but I haven't heard either yeah, one of the yeah. I, either one of the tracks.
0: You know, I like to get into the shits, but let's be honest, it's beyond this. So, there's been a lot of NBA beef back in, in the back of the day. If you can pick any NBA players, past or present, to have rap beef, who would you pick?
1: Whether they could rap or not, just who what beef I think would be entertaining.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like NBA players, like yo, if they would just rap, like what well, you know, just going to the backstory of how they play it against each other on the court.
1: <laughs> I would want to hear MJ and Reggie have a rap beef. I wanna <laughs> I wanna hear I wanna hear Pippen and Ewing have a damn rap beef, especially after the damn dunk. Uh all right well damn I went, nigga I,
0: hold on let me let me jump in we can go back and <laughs> go back and forth damn, nigga, you got all you're supposed to be back and forth you didn't you didn't jump got all beige rage. and like cause you like damn nigga. get all your shit off damn nigga it's all right man so, <laughs> hey nigga I got I got two nigga Isaiah versus Bird because then I was watching the NBA honors and Isaiah was great bringing them up and bird still had to look like fuck him and Isaiah you know had a little smirk on his face Hey man, you know Isaiah versus Magic. <laughs> and
1: I, think- I, was, I was just thinking of Isaiah versus magic. <laughs> hey, Isaiah versus Magic. Hey,
0: Isaiah- hey man, I said acting Isaiah's a different type of dude. <laughs> I and mean, you know, him and Magic was beefing, especially in Magic, you know, he caught the gangster and everything. And and Matt, you know, Isaiah kind of he didn't like, you know, really hold him down like a real nigga should, man. I definitely could see Isaiah going way below the belt <laughs> to kill magic, man. Get magic yeah. all the way up out of here.
1: All right. So that's yeah.
0: my What about you, man?
1: Uh, another one I would throw out there. I want to see uh, Moses Malone and Willis Reed have a damn rat beef. Don't yeah. ask me why. I, I just think I, I just weird. I just think <laughs> it is <laughs> random as hell. That's what I'm saying. I would just want to see like like two old school cats like having a damn rat beef, like some old jive turkey type rat beef. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like that that original like. <laughs> 1984 uh, type rap beef. Uh, nigga,
0: them, that's, that's them niggas was driving Cadillacs. They'll shoot you. Uh, fuck around, fuck around. Uh, uh, them, niggas ain't, them niggas ain't rapping. Them niggas is going to the pistol. Them niggas going to the
1: hammer. Uh, uh, sure. my, my my last one, I would want to see Alonzo Morning and Kevin Willis have a damn rap beef. Oh,
0: damn. Now, 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 Kev, man. Hey, Kev's a legend, man. You remember that show, Pro? It was a damn legend. You're right. Pro versus Joe's, man. You remember that? Yeah. Hey man, Kev was busting boys asses. Kev pushed that little nigga down that was like my height. I felt like when J.O. knocked the nigga out that was my size in the bra and the said it's hell in the hole. I said damn Kev, you are pushing the nigga five seven. I <laughs> mean you should be getting that <laughs> in the damn hole. Hey man, let me see. Let me see. I gotta go and let me I'm trying to think, man, because I already some niggas already had these like Charles Oakley and Charles Barkley. I'm trying to think, man. You know that Reggie and MJ would would be And We've seen we've seen hey, man, that would that fire.
1: would be that that would be fire.
0: We've heard because y'all think Reggie would say some stuff to MJ to make it would be nonsensical and make MJ mad. MJ exactly the like type of you know Reggie be like, hey, I need needle on my lap, you know, or I had all the white women in town. I think MJ would snap or my jeans look better. Or,
1: I I think Reggie will say. I think Reggie would just like say some all off the wall shit. Like Reggie Miller could be like that gamer type person yeah. that like talks shit over over Xbox Live or something. Yeah. Like I can see, I can see Reggie saying some old random off the wall shit, and Mike being like, "What?" and like yeah. really, th- really, like really, really taking offense to it. But Reggie just joking with him, just debating yeah. him in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and hey, nigga. All right, already nigga, look Chris Childs and Kobe. You already, you already they already got into it. Chris Childs already snuffed him. Oh, I would like oh. to hear the rap beef after that, man. Because what you gonna say? What you, what you gonna say after he snuffed you? <laughs> and Chris Childs said it on the podcast, he lucky he didn't get his feet together because he would knock Kobe out. <laughs> <It's> like damn. <laughs> hey man, that's what I would like to see, man. So I would love to see Chris Childs and Kobe. You know Isaiah versus uh, Bird, and Bird and versus Magic. You know what you said, Willis Reed versus uh Moses Malone. So yeah, I just think the rap I think rap, rap NBA beef would be hilarious, and then Shaq against anybody, because you know Shaq has no filter, no and Shaq only oh, yeah. you know to to the day is gone, man. So I would like Shaq,
1: Shaq telling voice to eat his damn ass. Yeah, that's, Kobe, that's, how that's much? Heinous, that's kind of heinous. kind of heinous in itself.
0: <laughs> Bruh, that's beyond heinous, though. That's a cry for help. Hey, <laughs> So we'll talk about that more stuff, you know, next week for the free agent stuff, man, because I think they can start talking to teams on Sunday, man. So let's just transition yeah. from, to, the, uh, to the entertainment. There's a lot of stuff I wanted to get into, man. So, so that last Sunday, man, I watched the BET Awards. Man, did you catch it? It's been on I like eight times already. I so didn't. I watched it, man. It, it, it was good, man. I didn't know the homie Offset could dance like that. That nigga was kicking <laughs> with that character. <laughs> that damn that, that, that choreography, dog. That nigga hit a hit a move and everything else. I was like, all right, it was good, man. I, en- I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. definitely the Mary J. Blige. For, oh, oh, before I get into that, man, yo, Regina Hall, she did a hell of a job as host. And she was looking so good, man. So hey man, uh, I saw
1: I saw I saw the snippets of Regina Hall and uh and uh Taraji twerking on stage yes. or, or dancing on stage or doing the butt. I was like, oh, This was a highlight of the day." Yeah, E-U. I ain't seen, I ain't seen none of the day going show, but I did. I seen various clips of that on the uh, on the Twitter.
0: Yeah, the e- shout out the EU man, but yeah, shout out the EU man, Classics. Yeah, yeah, shout out to sisters, man. You know, some some of the other ones age like milk, but sisters age like fine wine. So shout out to damn, that's the, damn. the damn. truth. <laughs> 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 it's the truth, dog. I work with some I'm like damn, you, we the same age, and look like your skin is very fall. You look like the damn crip keeper from Tell Some But, hey, like I said, fellas, when you're going against the, you know, just make sure, you know, make sure the skin is moisturized. But, hey, man, so it was dope, man. And uh, and I love love Mary J. Blige, man. You know, people say, oh, she can't sing. It's the pain in Mary's voice. And then, you know, she brought out, you know, had brought out Method Man, man, and the women were swooning on that and brought out Lil' Kim and Mary went through her hits, man. So Mary then went through hell and back. And I'm one of those people who made comments before when I was being an asshole, said I miss Mary. When she snort, snorted cocaine and drunk seagum's gin, but you know, I'm glad that Mary's off of that. And, you know, and you know, because the music was really good during those times, man. But you know, I don't want anybody to get addicted. So that was I was being an asshole during those times. But shout out to Mary, man. So, so she did, she did a thing. No doubt, no doubt. So all right, man. It's been 30 years since through the right thing, bro. And I know, I know you're a big Spike Lee fan. I know there's yeah. a, a lot of people. Not,
1: a lot of people, not man. A lot of people are not Spike Lee fans, oh, yeah. especially. Especially within the race, in the culture, man. But anyway, go ahead.
0: I think he's a genius. I mean, it's like back in those times, his movies were like events. I mean, we were, we were shorties, but, you know, we still Hell see yeah. it, man.
1: What's your favorite part of Do the Right Thing? Uh, my favorite part of Do the Right Thing is anything that involves Rosie Perez. Yeah. She, is, she was gorgeous back then. She's gorgeous now. Like, Rosie Perez is just like that childhood that adulthood like crush for me. Like Rosie Perez is just she's she's just gorgeous. Um but anything out Hold on, hold on, hold on of, man,
0: let me ask you this over Deanna Troy?
1: Oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah Deanna, Deanna Troy was that chick too but now nah, I'm gonna go with Rosie. I'm gonna go with Rosie. <laughs> yeah but that was nah, an- man, but, so that was uh so, so the all all of her scenes in the movie were were my favorite scenes. Um, a favor, another one of my favorite scenes uh, in that movie is, um, a lot of people talk about the, the Radio Rahim scene or whatnot, but I actually like a scene of his that was a little bit earlier when he was kind of explaining things. You know, going into his whole love hate thing, but kind of just yeah. explaining like the nuances. A lot of people talk about you know the 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 scene where he was murdered or whatnot, but to me he had more impactful scenes throughout that movie because it was just kinda like he was that guy. Like they would go to him or pan to him and he was always dropping some sort of knowledge. It didn't it wasn't like talking over your head. It wasn't like, you know, I'm super, you know, college educated, this, this, but he was always dropping something throughout those movies. So I enjoyed all of his little scenes. Um and then I enjoyed the argument scene, but I can't, uh, um, in the in the pizza parlor with um, Mars and um, oh, I can't think of the Italian
0: his name. Sal, is it Sal? Yeah, yeah, Sal. Yeah.
1: Like that, that whole. It was probably maybe twenty minutes, 20 minutes into the movie, and them two arguing in the daggone um, pizza or pizza place or Italian restaurant or whatever. That was another one of my favorite scenes. For
0: me, man, you, It's it's the it's like that movie was it's like was made in nineteen eighty nine. It came to theaters, and all the stuff the themes of gentrification, like had a white mm-hmm. guy in a bird jersey. You know, Radio Raheem Dine, it's just stuff that's so prevalent now. It's like Spike was ahead of his time with the movie because you think about it from, like, New York. I've been been to Brooklyn. And when I went to Brooklyn before, yeah, I was in, you know, the West Indian neighborhood. It was kind of raw, but it was cool. It had a different vibe to it. Now it's like cookie cutter. And, like, all those places that, you know, that people of color reside at, people are leaving uh, New York because they can't afford it. Like I was reading something, they showed that a Biggie's a home he grew up in it was like I think a one or two bedroom, something like that's four thousand dollars a month now. Just through the gentrification, and then the whole Radio Raheem thing. You could talk about Eric Garner and other people being killed yep. by the NYPD, man. So I think that's the movie's ahead of his time. So that's why I loved it. I, I love all I love those Spike Lee movies, man, especially during that time. He was just he was just in his bag, man. So shout out, shout out to Spike, man. So. But I've seen something I want to ask you about. I know you're a big movie buff. You're probably more of a movie buff than I am. So I've seen something. that said for one million dollars, what's one movie that you can recite the whole line of the whole movie, all the lines, and if you got it, you get one million dollars. What would you What would
1: you bet on for yourself? Oh, for me, it's Coming to America. I thought figured you was gonna say that. Period. Point. blank. I can take it in the front, front, back. I can do it every, every, even the people that were the extras that had little, little excerpts or whatnot, or, or little small one-liners or whatnot. But yeah, that would be my movie. One million dollars handed over. I want it in cash, and I want five hundred thousand in ones and five hundred thousand in nickels. All
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I probably Come to America for me, too. Man, I've seen it so many times, and it's an iconic movie. It's other movies that, you know, that I was like, oh, man, I know I can know this. But Come to America, I've seen it so many damn times that I feel like I could just, like you said, you know all, like, you know, the, all the little small parts and everything else like that. Like, you conscious, motherfucker. This little stuff like that, I think is right. Cool. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I probably put my I would probably put my bet on coming to America, too. It's one of the movies now, if it came on, like, after we recorded the pod and I got everything edited and uploaded, I probably still will watch it right now until I went to sleep. Yeah, I would, too. Hell yeah. Hey, man, so let's get to this music, man. I was just like, we were talking, doing some pre-production before the show, and, you know, we were talking about all these great albums that came out this week. So, first, I kind of want to talk to you on. it's been 10 years since the King of Pop died, man. Where was you at when, when you found out Mike died?
1: Man, I was in my car coming home from work. <laughs> like literally in my car coming home from work. And I can't remember if it was my mom or if it was my brother. One of them called me and was like, Man, Michael Jackson died. And you know I me, mean, I'm like, man, don't fucking play with me like that. Y'all know how I am about Michael Jackson. I'm like, don't, don't play with me like that. Like, why would you say something like that? Like, I'm going off. I'm like, nah, for real. Michael Jackson died. And I'm like, What? And then no sooner than that, I heard it on the radio. I'm like, no, like I pulled off. I think I pulled into a mired parking lot and I just like sat there for a second. I'm like, yo, like the king is dead. Like I, I like it, it was, it was like too surreal for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
0: So rest in peace, Mike. Man, we did not want to get all but I just thought about I wanted to give Mike his props first. Man, then another album that came out 35 years to this day, Purple Rain. And for everybody who knows me, I'm a huge Prince fan. I am always been to the things that Prince had a much better catalog than Michael Jackson If we want to get technical, well, even technical. Here
1: we go. Here he just, we go. He
0: does. I mean, Mike got move, Mike, got, Mike got that Aisha Curry, like he might touch a side boo type music. Now, Prince got some music, you're going to get some draws. So, you know, it's just, I mean, I just think it's better. But, you know, it's 35 years since Purple Rain, man. So that was like Prince had his like apex of all the stuff, the popularity and everything he wanted was Purple Rain. It's one of my favorite albums of all time.
1: Purple rain, purple rain. But also, but like I hit hit that end part, you're like, ah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Classic, like that's getting the draws type music, and you know, I don't want that. I don't want that petting type music. But like, man, but another album that came out though, this touched you know, both time and I. Creeping up on, we creeping on the come up. Bone Thugs and Harmony, the EP.
1: Boom, 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 boom,
0: bruh. 25 <laughs> years, man. We was
1: in the sixth grade yeah. when this mug dropped, though. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I still remember hearing the thug is ruggish bone. <laughs> hey, I'm not against rap. Yeah. I'm not against rappers. Yeah. <laughs> but I am against those thugs. <laughs>
0: Hey right, man, also, yeah man! Shout out to Easy, he picked a hell of a damn verse on for the love of. Was, that, was he on for love of money?
1: For the for the love of money, yeah. Oh,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Shout out to Easy, I
1: yeah. Was, the, I was one. Of that was little, uh, was it, Mister Ouija? Yeah, yeah. man
0: that much yeah, like, so that set it up for for like e99 album man but people don't realize especially young people how the impact for bone was especially doing those. they games, were very much so crazy how popping bone was man
1: but another they were the first drake they were the first drake man granted they were rapping fast but they were the first with that whole like melodic like singing type rap thing going on but yeah yeah, wow. man. They yeah. were
0: just—they could harm, you know. Even though Three Six Mafia said they were doing it first, if you look at like some of that old music. Lord Infamous was like doing that stuff. Maybe probably not oh, yeah. Kaiser Soze. Yeah, shout out to the Rest in Peace to him too. But yeah, but um, uh, it's that's crazy, man. And another couple albums that kind of you know we we touched upon. Nelly, I didn't really—he dropped Country Grammar and Nellyville like two years
1: apart, man. Hey and, man, that Nellyville album was just—I mean, God. Dang it, man! We we've yeah, done man. a lot of shows talking about music and albums, like complete albums, damn near classic. but I mean, that Nellyville album was just woo,
0: yeah, damn near right. every
1: song. But yeah, country grammar, man, that was that was that was hot. Yeah. <laughs> when Mike J, when my J and I were in the in the high school days.
0: Yeah, we actually got to see Nelly before he he was on the cusp of blowing up. We went to go see the uh, it was a Cash Money tour that came to that money. town. And uh it was cash, was it wasn't cash money, it was cash money by themselves this time. Yep. And it was it was crazy because the opener was a young candy burst after leaving escape. Yep. Jaru yep. and Nelly. Yep. Little Kim didn't come, she was supposed to be there, and then cash money. That's when the chick at the at the cash money uh she was in there for they was she was they was having a twerk off and BG said that bitch ain't got no jaws on mine. <laughs> and that's also the time this chick was twerking on me, it was musty. You remember that? though? I was like, "Oh my God!" You just and I was like, "Man, switch with me." He's like, "No, I ain't gonna switch." Oh my God, she was so musty. Like it was, it was crazy how musty she was. But uh, you know, that's some that's some George. That would be like Mike J's life. I feel like I'm the Black George Costanza. You don't I always had some cool stuff happen? But it's always like a caveat. And her caveat is she had a big old ass, but she was musty. <laughs> you know <laughs> what can you do? But yeah, man, that Nelly, but that Nelly, I mean, country grammar was cool. I think I, I ended up having country grammar, but Nellyville, man, my song, my favorite song was Splurge, man. I still bump that to this day. And you don't even know. I'm yeah. <laughs> <I don't laughs> on my side. That was the shit, man. That yeah, was the, yeah, yeah. And then I was in college and hiding here and all that stuff was on, man, and Dilemma. Hell I, I two step with a nice little shorty when Dilemma came on and when I was uh, under twenty one, so couldn't get to the adult club, so we was at the little parties or whatever. Yeah, that was that Nellyville was a looked sold like damn near ten million I know it sold like six, so I'm sure it's close to seven, eight million records, man. So and people don't realize how big of a star Nelly was. Like Nelly was nah, not at all. Like, like you know, it's it's one thing for Drake, you know, you can get the music. You ain't got to buy it, no quote-unquote. You can just download it from your phone. But it's another thing that has to go to the store and buy it. So it was just crazy, man, how I many hits Nelly had on Nellyville and all that type of stuff, man. So shout-out to that cat, man. So all this stuff's been going on. Also, a reasonable doubt drop too. But, you know, we, we talked about – I think we talked about that on an earlier show. But one thing else hey, I man, don't
1: don't don't forget don't forget about uh on, on that uh, on that country grammar, that little thicky thick girl song. Yeah. That was that was that was a smooth little yeah what they call it smooth little bop.
0: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's and <laughs> Bowtie tie <Bow-tie laughs> definitely was one of tie was one of them dudes was that? Where they at? Where they at? Oh, do you that? that was his shit right there. Yeah, and I think that nigga used to wear the band aid too. <laughs> was like
1: Oh, he negative. Here you go.
0: He's in on of lies. <laughs> <laughs> <Pennestine> now. <laughs> hey, what's to my that, that was Bowtie. man. He, he definitely wanted to be a single tech.
1: No, negative. Y'all know, everybody who know Bowtie know this dude is lying. I was the Dipset dip dude all day long.
0: Man, Dipset wasn't really out then. That was like, that was, like, that was 2000, head. man. That was like, that wasn't on yeah. Dipset. That money was a dick. That's when <laughs> Dipset <devil, dude. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, but, that was yeah man, you can sit back. But yeah, that was that was some crazy time, man. So shout out shout out to the homie Nelly, man. I didn't I didn't realize he dropped those two big albums like that two years apart and it's damn near the same week, man. But shout out to him, man. But it's one last thing I wanted to kinda of run through, man. I was reading this little article on Complex and I'm not the biggest complex fan because I think some of the stuff they write is bullshit. But they had like the top fifty
1: dishes of all time. Number fifty was was UNLV Dragon through the River. Hey, that was my hey, everybody knows that was Bull Tie Fresh's damn song too. That's not yeah, that's sound. about seven
0: minutes. Bad ass yellow had, boy.
1: But they
0: had but they had a uh, hit him up as number one. And I was like, Hit him up to me is not number one, because you know, he yelled, you know, it was funny. He talking about he fucked his bitch and everything, but it wasn't like to me a diss song is witty. That's just like when you joning on somebody like saying, Oh, your mama was doing whatever. It's like, oh, that's cool. But I like the I like it to be witty. I one's to think about it. So you can you know you can get your laugh on later, man. So like, what's your favorite diss song?
1: Um, my, this is my favorite um, yeah. for me it's it's Ether. Like yeah. that's my that's my probably my favorite diss song um, of all times. Um, I also like oh, I can't I can't think of the damn name of it. Ice Cube's diss. Um, oh no Vaseline. Ah uh, yeah no yeah that's probably my my number two. Like th- those are probably my top two disses. And then just personally, Badass Yellow Boy or, or you drag them through the Rivers Five, my number three because that was just my shit right there.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I like I like all was, I like all those. Uh, I like Takeover. I mean, I like the you know I like the Back Down. That was funny to me. I like those little L Cool J songs. That nigga told told did. Yeah, he know nigga had niggas take me to Colgate. Hey. <laughs> man, you give me some 80s beef nigga. i'm gonna laugh my damn ass off uh i also underrated this with the and you by common man he claimed cube all the way up on that mug man so that's crazy cube this look you know it's got one of the best diss songs of all time but then he also got his ass served on that mug so you know and also i also am a sucker for real motherfucking g's by easy
1: I was just about to say that. I was about to say probably a real motherfucking Jesus is probably one of my, uh, on my list too. Let uh, me ask you, let me ask you this, bro. And, and, and I'm, I'm kind of switching it up. Where would you, where would you rank Sheetha at from Remy Ma or, or wow. some of the female, some of the female diss raps? Um, and she got Nikki up out of there, man. Especially she, she got about, her. She claimed her a real D. Especially
0: when, especially when she talked about her brother, you know, I man, she went low. she talking about her brother raping that girl, and he's ended up doing time for it now. So eesh. eesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that was that was that was that was that was foul. <laughs> yeah, that, was, uh, yeah, that yeah. was that that was that was foul on that one, man. Plus, you know, remedy and shot to an allegedly alleged distant time for shooting somebody too. So what she gonna say, you gonna beat her up? That's not gonna happen. So, right, right. <laughs> And I seen you know, she's married to Papoose. So I seen this nigga get a lineup with a hat on, so I'm not hey, fighting two, that
1: cat. <laughs> two piece poose.
0: hey man. So two I don't know, yeah, man. That, yeah, the sheet there, even though one thing about Remy, she should have never dropped the second song, she should have just left sheet there there and been done with it. That second song was garbage, but she should have did sheet there, yeah, it was terrible. And this just, yeah. just kind of just left it there, man. But yeah, she cleaned, she cleaned Nikki up on that, but you know, Nikki, no harm, no harm, no foul. I also like that push T just too. I mean, those who know me, man, when when he when Pusha talked about Drake's homeboy had musk MS and did the tick 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 tick, I said, oh <laughs> man, that's so wrong, but I love it so much. Because, <laughs> Nigga, this I'm going loo, loo, loo. loo. <laughs> if I found out anything, I remember being a kid and we found out this dude was like, that's why your mama's what is what is the damn what's the medicine people who have who are like the press was a Prozac. He uh, was yeah. Hey man, we was on a bus. He was like, that's why your mama's on Prozac. Man, we laughed our asses off. Now I, I was like twelve, thirteen years old. I wouldn't laugh at it now. But you know, I, I would probably right. say I would say it in the if need Because <laughs> I figured like oh, <laughs> hey, it's just this, you know, hey man, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna meek meal me up out of here or I gotta go to jail to come back. No, 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 no. I am cleaning you all the way up. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you not meek meal me.
0: Hey man. Well meek then came back, but shit, you know, it was looking rough for me for a while. I was meek. <laughs> <three. laughs> man that's crazy man but yeah that's you know i, I mean it was interesting to see to see you know you know complexes will list so I, I can't remember everything but it was just it was it was that i still remember buying the album the nye's album the stillmatic album and hearing uh ether for the first time because it's not like i heard it on the radio or anything like that you had to actually buy the album to hear it. and it's crazy right. they dissed them and then now it took miles months to, to come out with it so it's different how times are now yeah man but uh ain't got anything else my brother Nah,
1: man. No, nah, no, nah, man. We didn't we didn't we didn't rock and roll with this bad boy. Hey man. So man, go ahead and give us so, some
0: a uh, positive note, man. To clean, nah. You know, get us a bird for the for the week, man.
1: Yeah, so so finishing out this week, I'm gonna leave y'all guys with this positive note from Bowtie Fresh. And it goes like this. At some point, you just have to let go of what you thought should happen and live in what is happening. I felt I felt that a little bit. I felt that sizzling in my spirit a little bit, just because there's a lot of a lot of change going on uh, in our, in our world. A lot of change going on for for Bowtie Fresh personally. A lot of change going on for 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 close friends and family. And a lot of times people tend to figure out like, oh, I got to be here. I got to be at this level or this status or be this in my career or this in my personal life or my spiritual life or whatever. And sometimes you just forget just to be thankful that that you are and that you are being and just living in the moment and making the best of those moments. So that's the word from Bowtie Fresh this week. I hope it uh, propels you all into this weekend.
0: I definitely felt that. I felt that as I was losing my hairline, so – you know what what, what is
1: it's gonna be. You can't just hold on to the past, man. So hey, what what they say, it is above me.
0: It's, 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 it's <laughs> and the hairline is above me and it's and it's going back, it's going behind my ears it's pretty soon. You know, shout out, shout out to having a barber who, who get hook me up with that super low fade, man. So we appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. You know, we you know with the days kind of got a little little pushback, but you know, we appreciate all the love and everything, and you know, we'll definitely be back be back soon so appreciate everything all the albums all the our contact information will be in in, uh, in the episode description so hey from mike J to bowtie fresh we out of here
1: bowtie fresh
0: out